Hey everyone and welcome to a Tuesday edition of the Scouting Report. Some really fun bowl games to kick off the bowl season, some tough and competitive games, and a few that got just a little bit sleepy. Either way, for every player that is going through the bowl season, continued luck and whatever the next step is, enjoy your games. Just wanted to throw a quick note is there's been lots of talk out there on players in bowl games and the opt-outs, and I'll give you a little bit of a scouting perspective. For the most part, scouts do not have a ton of concern if a player opts out of what would be called a regular bowl game. If it doesn't mean anything, which is basically any game but the college football playoff, and the player has not have much left to prove, which is most players, scouts and NFL teams will not ultimately let a decision like that affect the final outcome of where that player falls. However, you must have a reason to opt out. It's got to be a believable reason, even within the realm of possibility. And I would say you must be a top 100 or so pick. You get much beyond that. There will be a few questions. For those players that are still fighting for a day three type graph grade, perhaps there's questions about work, effort, finish, team fit, and the like, you would be well advised to play in your bowl games, stay with your team through the process, do everything you can. You know, players that are talked about a lot like that right now, a player like Jackson Smith and Jigba out of Ohio State, who may have a legitimate medical concern. Again, a guy that I don't know what the medical ultimately is. It's more disappointing than anything for scouts that he will not be able to play uh, with limited 2022 film. He is going to be in a lot that of the Jamar Chase world of relying on past domination in film to get his name called. Now, if teams find out that Jackson um, was fully healthy, believe he was fully healthy, just ultimately chose not to participate with the team in you know a chance to go win the national title, he is going to have a lot more questions to answer. On the flip side of that, Texas running back Bijan Robinson, who we've already talked about on here, who I think will be the top back in this year's draft, will have almost no questions to ask about his decision to opt out of the bowl game. In fact, I would venture to say there would have been more surprises if he had chosen to play in the bowl game. Plenty of film this year on the player, plenty that they've talked about with him, staying healthy, getting ready for the draft process, probably the right decision for him. Just my two cents, just a scout's two cents. Have thoughts? Let me know at RightStepADV on Twitter is where you can find me. Many more bowl game opt-outs already announced and more coming. I'm sure there'll be a few. Thursday, we'll be back on here to talk about a tight end out of Purdue, Payne Durham. But today, we'll be on the defensive side of the ball to talk about rusher, linebacker, kind of all-around player Tyrus Wheat of Mississippi State. So who is Tyrus? A class of 2018 linebacker out of Amit, Louisiana. Hope I pronounced that right. A small city population, right around 4,000 people, right about the size of the town I grew up in in eastern Colorado. Uh, Amit, just north of New Orleans on I-55. The three-star recruit had just three offers coming out. 6'2", 217 pounds. Missouri, Texas State, and Tulane were all vying for his services. He was committed to Missouri for a time, but... With limited offers, sometimes the best way to go is JUCO, so off to Copaya Lincoln Community College he went. Of course, Copaya is a well-known JUCO, often turns out players into big programs. Two years there, put up good numbers, 104 tackles, five interceptions as a linebacker, made him the number one JUCO inside linebacker in the country. 
Starkville, not far away, committed there in August 2019 and was ready for the Bulldogs in 2020. Now in the SEC, Tyrus made eight starts in nine games his first season on campus and in 2021 turned in 13 starts where he totaled 10 and a half tackles for loss and seven and a half sacks. Really good numbers there. A player that would have had a decision to make at the end of the year with his COVID option. He, of course, ultimately decided to return for 2022 where he has firmly entrenched himself on draft boards. A 2022 season that has seen him in 12 games so far, 43 tackles, 10 and a half tackles for loss once again, and six sacks this year. His three interceptions, nine pass breakups, three forced fumbles also tell you that this guy gets after and is always around the ball. Already committed to the East-West Shrine game in Las Vegas this year, and I have not seen an announcement yet on a bowl game opt-out. It looks like he will have a chance to see Tyrus in the ReliaQuest Bowl on January 2nd against the Fighting Illini. A true college developmental player in his time, and now listed at a just over 6'2", maybe slightly short uh, as far as linebackers, edge rushers go, uh, but a solid 270 pounds, 33 and an eighth inch arm length. He's going to be in a good spot from a size standpoint. Nothing off the charts, low or high, but he's going to check those boxes. His 40 time will be something to monitor as an edge rusher, as a linebacker, estimated to be in the 4'7 range. If he's able to get that number closer to 4'6", he will certainly be making himself some money. So as always, to the tape, first his strengths, versatility. Going to be a lot of film studies on this player, and I expect him to get cross-checked by inside linebacker coaches, edge rushing coaches, special teams coaches, and defensive coordinators. Scouts will have to decide where they ultimately like this player and what grade they're going to put on him in each of those spots. But his alignment from an inside linebacker stack 30 to an edge stack 50 Three, four outside linebacker, stand up, even front defensive end and nickel and sub defense. He works from the overhang, works on the move. This guy's all over the place, fitting the defense wherever they need him. He will be a guy that should be comfortable in a number of spots and seeing it from those different spots. His other strength is his ball production. Again, in his career, he's been all over the field and always around the ball. Three years at Mississippi State. 129 tackles, 27 tackles for loss, 18 and a half sacks, three interceptions, nine pass breakups, three force fumbled, five fumble recoveries. That is production all around the ball. That's going to show up in all the different analytics uh, measurements that they start putting out as we go through the process. But statistically productive players typically continue to be statistically productive players. That's going to be a strength for him through the process. On the flip side, his weaknesses, this guy's not a true rusher. This guy loads up, has good power rush, but does not have a ton of hand use or arsenal off it. He consistently creates knockback and contact, collapses the pockets, put blockers back, but more often than not, they're able to sit down, anchor, lean into blocks, because again, he just doesn't do a lot on edges or with his hands. He's going to have to develop an, uh, an arsenal, a change up to be an effective rusher at the next level. The other weakness, speed. I think this guy's ultimately going to be a sufficient speed player, um, above average, not good. It's going to be the same spot, sufficient explosion as well. Um, he's going to flash some good in those areas, but there's always going to be kind of a borderline spot for this guy. He's going to play with effort. He's going to be all over, but in true one-on-one -on -one situations, he's going to both refine his rush technique 
to win his matchups and rely on that effort. This is, I'm sure, will be a focus for his training leading up to the East-West Shrine game where he will have a chance to win those one-on-one in those magnified matchups. So what do we see on film? Like I said, a versatile defensive player that I'm going to call a Sam linebacker for the sake of the conversation. He will work all over on base downs and what Mississippi State does from an inside stack 30 to an edge stack 50. Mug Sam linebacker and some over and under fronts will kick to outside linebacker and three, four odd fronts. Looks to rush from a two and three point stance and even front sub defense. He has snaps in the overhang as well when teams start spreading the Bulldogs out again all over the place. I would call him a sufficient athlete, good strength, power, base in the way he plays, has sufficient hands and edge set versus tight end. One spot where you would like to see him dominate a little more. Gives up a little bit too much ground versus tight ends and base and movement blocks on the edge. I would love to see him take it more vertical, set an edge, penetrate, shed to make plays there. He will string things out. He does maintain his gap on the edge. Um, and then coming down from hill from a stack alignment, he is sufficient with his instincts uh, on the edge as well. This is a slashing linebacker when he does run through, sufficient with the stack and shed. Again, is going to try to shoot gaps a little bit more than they just play with hands on. But when he does come downhill, put his hands on, he is heavy-handed, plays a heavy-handed overall game, delivers the blow with good pad level. Sufficient burst and closing the box to shoot gaps, make plays, mostly going to be at the line of scrimmage, but obviously the TFLs that you see on film, again, he's going to make every one of those that he should in the backfield. When rushing, he is a power first guy, works down the middle and with effort to win, also is pretty good in games, has good pad level, body lean, punch to create, not back. I would call him an average changeup player off of that, average arsenal to get blockers off balance, not an overly stiff or tight player which is often what you see for players with more limited arsenals. I would say he's sufficient with that uh, fluidity, uh, sufficient in terms of his Gumby slither when working through contact. Again, this guy, good motor, good effort, good awareness to fit the rush, finds effort production whenever he can and does well to spy, play off other defenders to say in the quarterback's face. As a young player in the NFL, this guy is going to be a traits guy as a core for special teams guy. In my opinion, he'll get used more and more on defense, see less time on special teams. But I think this guy's a guard on punt team, a guard blocker on punt return. You could play this guy as a lane player inside on kickoff and as a second or third wave guy on kickoff return. Like I said, going to be a lot of different eyes on this player through the process. Going to be a lot of fun to see where he ends up. So who are my player comparisons? This is a fun one because there were certainly guys that came to mind for me. Um, I immediately went to the old 4-3 Leo defense run by Pete Carroll for a long time in Seattle. Of course, Coach Quinn brought that to Atlanta in our time there. It has obviously evolved for both coaches at this point. There are certainly some principles of it you still see. Guys that are base, Sam linebackers, are becoming nickel edge rushers. They are big pieces in that. Bruce Irvin, a first-round pick, bit of a surprise pick for Seattle back in the day, really kind of changed that position You'd say revolutionized it a little bit, maybe a limited base player, but was one of the better rushers on that Seattle defense. Always going to be comp guys to find like Bruce. For me, more recently, I think of a guy like Carter Coughlin from Minnesota, a seventh round pick of the Giants in 2020 that has been a part-time contributor for the Giants. Carter was productive, productive in Minnesota, played all over the place, was all over the field, high effort, high rusher, a bit smaller than Tyrus at 236, but Tyrus about, or Carter about an inch taller than Tyrus. Carter probably fits a little bit more as a stack linebacker. 
just had a real natural bend knack to rush. Um, other guys that I see comp wise who, uh, when I was on the pro side that I would compare it to Jamie Collins and Kyle Van Noy. Of course, both of these guys were made who they were by the Bill Belichick scheme. Uh, Jamie, a second round pick developmental machine out of Southern Miss was a better athlete than Tyrus all day. While Kyle, another second round pick out of BYU, a little bit more in a similar athletic range. Uh, both these guys, very versatile, could r- rush the passer when asked to make plays all over the field. Um, you know, could play some stack, play some outside linebacker. Um, sounds a lot like Mr. Wheat from Mississippi State. But where do I ultimately see this player in the NFL? Well, I think this guy will have some fun draft buzz as we get through the process and what he does, what he does in one-on-one pass rushes at the senior bowl could really make or break this guy, I think, on where he goes. Let's say he goes to Vegas, shows an expanded pass rush arsenal, wins those one-on-ones, drops maybe, say, a 4 6 five, 40. I see this guy all the way up into maybe the third round. But goes to the senior east-west, has an average showing, runs a 4-7 plus. I think this guy slides into a value pick in the fifth round. Um, you know, that's kind of going to be a range for him, third to fifth. I'm not going to call him a fourth round pick. I'm going to reserve my final grade until we, after we get some numbers back, same the east-west shrine game. Uh, a lot on the line for this guy, January, February, March, money to be made, draft picks to uh, move himself up. But the next step, of course, is the Illini on January 2nd. So, Tyrus, go get after the fighting B-Lemmas and continue to move yourself up the board. That does it for Tyrus. Bowl games on every day, almost a little bit like a Christmas present every day. I'm taking Eastern Michigan over San Jose State tonight and the Rockets over the Flames. Tomorrow, Wednesday, I'll take the Hilltoppers over the Jaguars in what I will think will be a high-scoring and fun matchup. Enjoy the games and keep scouting.